When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in. Did you hear my um, my sort of music radio? I said to Stephen on Friday, you know the boat that rocks, the movie The Boat That Rocks? I'd be that guy who sort of lays back with the cigarettes and... Ladies, this one goes out to you on a Friday night if you're sitting around the fire. Oh, he would have lapped it up. Oh, he did. He did big time. Now, um... A couple of things I want to raise to you before the end of the show. Yeah. <clears throat> Would you like me to start with the serious or the not so serious? Serious. Okay. I'll park that one there. Um, Fox NRL 360. Yep. Right. Now, controversy last week um, when the Melbourne Storm came out with a banner on their social media saying that they were going to be celebrating sort of old boys night on the Friday or Saturday night against the Eels. Right. Um, and they said they were also celebrating their premierships, including... 2007 and 2009, which of course they were stripped of because they breached the salary cap. Blatant cheating of the highest order, right? Caused a lot of consternation all over the place and the Storm refused to to amend the poster and they they did celebrate those title staff. In fact, they had Greg Inglis and I can't remember who was alongside, it might have been Bellamy, put the 2009 like a replica of the trophy on the 2009 plinth as part of the celebrations. This is at now, the ground. At the ground. Now, look, there's a lot of, particularly Storm fans, of course, but there's a lot of people who actually think that it's totally okay to celebrate those wins. They did win the game on the day. Yes, they got found out of being retroactively cheating, but they, they were good enough to win on the day, this is people's argument. Um, and I can't believe that we're even having that conversation. Anyway, the boys on 360 tackled it last night, got very heated between Gordon Tallis and uh, Barnes Rothfield. So I'll, uh, I'll play the audio out. We can have nice. a little bit of chat off, chat off the back. Jimmy Smith is fired back after the Melbourne Storm were criticised for showcasing the 2007 and 2009 Premiership trophies during their 25th anniversary celebrations on Friday night. Rival fans questioned why the trophies were paraded on the ground given both titles were stripped from the club over salary cap cheating in 2010. I think it was purely an in-house thing um, that they were doing for you know the fans and, and the players and particularly the old boys down there at that time. I completely um, understand the way people would say, well, that's wrong, they shouldn't do that, and, and that's fine, that's okay. But at the same time, you know, a lot of people, many, many people wouldn't understand the way we feel about it either. There was guys there that, that played in those grand finals and then were forced to leave the club in 2010 and and then after that they they never had an opportunity to play in another grand final or or an opportunity to win one there was there was punishment handed out at the time and the club and the players um and all the administration the fans you know we had to live through that at no stage was it um a sort of (laughs) an opportunistic time to to sort of you know showcase it all parade it around or try to parade it around it was purely an in-house thing Cameron Smith there reacting, saying that people wouldn't understand. He also said that he he, he does 
at one point I, I heard him say he understands why people have that opinion too of of the trophies being showcased. It's caused a bit of an, an uproar, this. He said it's an in-house thing. They put it on social media and the, that's not in-house, that photo there. It's inside so, their stadium. It's at their home games. It's that's in-house. In Look, Gordon, the NRL stripped them of the 2007 and 2009 titles for cheating. Yep. They did not legitimately win those grand finals. Yes, they did. They didn't. Well, they were cheating. Other teams were if, spending if less money. Okay. There was a salary cap. How many teams that have won the grand final in the last five years, you reckon? Well, how many teams? under. I don't cap. know, Gordon. Where's your proof? No, hey, where's your proof? It's easy on, to say that. On. Where's hey, listen, your proof? You, listen, Melbourne's well, still won. Unless, unless you're a Roosters or a Melbourne fan, I reckon you're shitty. But they won those trophies. In my yeah. mind, me as a footy fan, they got a right to put them there. Oh, oh, that's me as a footy fan. Well, you know what they should well, have done? Well, Manly didn't win the you game, did they? You know what the NRL should have done? Did Manly win the game? Well, Manly should have been retrospectively no. awarded well, the... the let me finish. And Parramatta, no. because they were the best legitimate sides that year. No, they well, given the trophy? No. Well, it's better no. than these. Greg Inglis is holding a trophy and he got a speedboat on the side. Now, no, no, no. now come on. Did he call it Sterlo's brother? Gordy, <laughs> oh, you can't defend this. No, no. Yes, they I can. didn't legitimately my, win the title. In my opinion, I have no problem with it. Well, I do, and I'll tell you something else. I so respect Craig Bellamy, Frank Panisi, Justin Rodgkin, all the people who today are running a really great rugby league outfit. But what happened in those days was blatant cheating. It was a long time ago, but they should not be parading trophies around that were not theirs. They did not win those trophies. Not often I agree with Buzz Rothfield um, staff, but uh, on this occasion, I this is the problem with the Melbourne Storm over the years, is that it almost feels like they've never acknowledged that. And even Cam Smith is very dismissive when he talks about um, that whole saga. And his, a lot of the players say they didn't know, right? We didn't know that the money wasn't coming through official channels, which is BS. I mean, you know whether you're getting it from two different accounts and you're getting houses and boats and all sorts on the site. So I don't buy that argument. But, like... You have to take responsibility as a football club. You did cheat, you did rot the salary cap, and you won titles because it seems like they've never accepted that. And I think that's why people are upset, is because they're celebrating that they won those. And Gordon's saying, well, they won the game. Yeah, because they cheated. They had players well over the salary cap. They, that's pr- why they, they probably won. had three or four marquee players too many, more than Correct. other clubs. Correct. And and I also agree with Buzz. Like, what other sport do they ban someone? I guess the Tour de France doesn't do it, but like in the Olympics, if someone gets banned for doping, everyone gets upgraded. Everyone gets pushed up a step, which is which is just. So mm. I do feel sorry for Para and Manly, who in those years would feel hard done by. Yes, they didn't win the game, and Melbourne might have still won the game if they'd been kept compliant. We'll never know. But I do feel sorry that they've never been given those titles because they were cheated out. I mean, imagine if... I don't know what the good example is for us, but imagine maybe maybe the 2019 Cricket World Cup final, that which shall not be spoken of. And then what if it comes out that um, actually the umpire was paid to make those decisions? Um, it was all under the table, corruption, England were involved, etc. But they said we weren't going to give the title to New Zealand. How aggrieved would we feel? You see, in that situation, yes, strip England, but we didn't win. And we weren't given the opportunity to win because they were cheating. Well, it's the same we as still Storm. didn't win. It's the same as the Storm then. So you're I, saying don't give them the title? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah you still have to win. Uh, against. You. It's a bit like, yeah, I pointed the gun at him and pulled the trigger. Didn't know there's a bullet in it. It didn't murder him. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But the, 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 I don't know how Gordy. I don't know how Gordy can defend that. I don't know how you can defend what they did back in back in those it's, years. It's indefensible because it is it is blatant cheating. Like rotting a salary cap is blatant cheating. There is not salary much caps more. A rule. There's not much you can do on the field to be a cheat in mm. in rugby league, right? Because you've got rules officials looking over you. But they blatantly rotted that, and maybe it's because maybe it's because Melbourne feel like every team does it, and maybe Gordon's defending it. Because Brisbane, probably in those years that they won multiple titles, might have had a couple of under the table no, payments. No. You know, and then and, and look, we all know the roosters, everyone asks where their money comes from. Like clearly there's more behind the scenes that never gets seen in the light of day. And who's the club that's giving players shares in a pub? I don't get know. Them, get them across. You know, there's actually nothing wrong with third party deals and there's a lot of stuff that is actually allowed by the NRL. It's I think it's sort of the undeclared things that go on that, you know, they I don't want to get sued here, but I think part of the Benji Marshall deal to the Blues was third-party payments. Oh, I know. Well, third-party payments are very common in New Zealand Super Rugby because they get their central contracts from NZR. They're also allowed a certain amount of top-up from third party. So forgive me if I'm wrong here, but after talking with someone who was close to it, I think it's 150 is the max. And four of those is max. And four, what do you mean? Four, four 150s. Is four max. 150s, yeah. So, but 150 um, grand is what you can, is the max contract you can get from NZR. But then you're allowed, say, two or three third party deals on the side. So, if you say, Bowden Barrett um, coming to the Blues, Barford and Thompson, whatever other businesses associated with the Blues to make up cash might bring you to seven or eight hundred thousand dollars a year as a contract. Mm. Um, you've got all your other endorsements you can do separately. But in terms of the Blues bringing like you to we, the club, we see TJ Piranara. Powerade. Um, what, but are those like the individual deals? The individual, yeah. Right, yeah. But so I think Super Rugby clubs are allowed to, third parties are allowed to entice that person to the club, like contractually type thing. Mm. So your salary is more like, like I said, four, five, six hundred K as opposed to the one. So if you see a TV ad with three All Blacks in it, that's a New Zealand rugby contract. Yes. If you see a TV ad with one All Black in it, that's a third party. Okay, there you go. And you're not allowed to endorse a product that's a competing sponsor. Of the All Blacks. So you wouldn't be allowed to do beer because Steinlager. So that's in contradiction. So you'll see shavers. You might say, um, was it Sam Whitelock or Kieran Reid did it Colgate? Kieran Reid did yeah, Colgate. So, Kieran Reed, so yeah. that's not a competing brand with a stamp, with a an existing All Black sponsor. Mm-hmm. So he can Colgate can go to him and say, we'll give you $150,000 to brush your teeth and smile on a TV ad, and he goes, good to go. And he's allowed four of those. Now, the one thing that I do half understand with Cam Smith, when he was talking about those other players who left in 2010, just in general, a lot of the other players outside of probably the marquee signings, they probably didn't know what was going on. No, they wouldn't. Have. You know, like they were they the guys that were on three or four hundred, five hundred k, who were sort of those middling, you know, front rowers or whatever. They probably didn't know what was going was on. That Robbie Kearns and Matt Guyer, yeah, and yeah. those sorts of. And guys. so, from their point of view, like, yeah, they'd be gutted. They'd be really disappointed in their club Matt and in you know what 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 took place, but would feel robbed because they they weren't any the wiser. I was on two hundred fifty grand playing and, my ass off. And maybe Cam's right. Maybe the, the top players didn't know. I find it very surprising that they didn't or they wouldn't, but let's say they didn't know, then from their point of view, they they just did what was in front of them. They played the grand final and they won it and it was the front office stuff mm. that the club was rotting. So, um, but yeah, it's interesting, eh, just hearing Gordy defend it to the hills and, and Buzz Rothfield going, you know, come on, Gordy. <laughs> you can't tell You can't me. defend that retrospectively. All I've got to do is a friend of mine went and played professional rugby in France and he's hating life. Mm-hmm. They didn't embrace the foreigner taking a place of their mate. Um... 
and he said all he used to do to make himself feel better was drive down to the ATM and get an account balance. And then he said, that's why I'm here. <laughs> nice. You can do it on your app now. You can do um, it now on I've got a, I've, Now, that was my serious topic. I've got a very funny one for you um, after the after break. After the break.